Little one, be strong in the power of the Lord, and let the keeper of the stars keep your heart forevermore. Even though you might be small, it is in you his kingdom reigns. And from your mouth the Lord has made a fountain for his praise. And with his righteousness across your chest, salvation for your head. The belt of truth around you now With the shield of faith in hand And with his peace upon your feet Everywhere you go His word will be the sword you keep Your covered head to toe Hello, this is Molly, and I want to welcome you to Jesus Without the Junk, Real Life, Real Truth, and Real Jesus. I want to speak to you today about the H word, and you might be thinking, you mean like hell? (laughs) No, Halloween! And the foundational scripture that I want to take... um, in speaking about Halloween is from Ephesians 4, verses 25 through 32. And, you know, it's really important and clear to make certain that we keep all of our biblical scriptures and texts in context. But for this particular podcast, I want to just highlight two of them. From Ephesians 4, um, verse 27, it says, Nor give place to the devil. And then verse 30, it says, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. You know, we're in the time of fall and I love fall. I love the leaves that fall down. I love the freshness of how everything feels. To me, it's a harvest time of the year. And With that, um, we have pumpkins that are coming in. They are set out for Halloween. And I was speaking to someone the other day, and they said, you know, Molly, I was in the store, and guess what? They have Halloween on one aisle, Thanksgiving on another aisle, and Christmas on another aisle. And I'm like, how wonderful. Satan has always wanted to be God. And so now he has made it so in um, our society that we, we can choose Halloween, Thanksgiving, or Christmas all at one time. We don't even separate the holidays out, it seems, anymore at this time of the year. I wanna, and I want to speak specifically and target the choices that we all are making in our lives. I've been pondering Halloween a lot recently as a Christian and a follower of Jesus Christ And I thought, you know, Jesus paid a horrible, horrible price for us on that cross at Calvary. You know, I can't even imagine physically what he went through. He willingly gave himself up for us so that we could be set free and so that we could live a life free um, in this earth while we're here. 
And I thought, you know, time is close. The time of Jesus' second coming, I believe, is at hand. There is, whether he comes in our generation or whether I see him um, by him taking me to heaven in my life, his coming is at hand, and it is close at hand. And I was pondering Halloween, and I was pondering Jesus and his death at the, on the cross at Calvary, and I thought, you know, when he comes for his millennial reign, he will be sitting in the temple. And I thought, gosh, I wonder if he's going to have um, ghosts and goblins hanging around and um, witches and um, things like that and have kids come up and say trick-or-treat. And I thought, I don't think so. So it makes me wonder about what we're doing in churches in America today. You know, the Bible's really clear about don't give place to the devil. And um, we give place to the devil when we are um, actually celebrating this Halloween day because Halloween is ghosts and goblins and witches and it's the demonic. It's the demonic that comes down as a holiday. And Anton LaVey, who started uh, the Church of Satan in San Francisco, California in the, in the middle 60s, said he wanted to thank all the Christians that there were. He said, because one day of the year, you all bend your knee to Satan. And I'm thinking, wow, that's kind of like in your face true, isn't it? Now, for me, you know, fall festivals are a good thing if we use them to replace this Halloween day where children can. Um, there, to me, there's nothing wrong with putting on a princess outfit or, you know, dressing up in these little outfits like an emoji or, you know, Legos or something like that. But when we get to where we're dressing up as witches and goblins and ghosts, you know, we're borderlining crossing over that line where we're opening, actually opening the door to the demonic, and we're asking Satan, it's okay for you to come in here. You know, we're, we're dressing up like this, so we, we are saying that it's okay to you. So I want to have you all ponder the choices that you're making. I'm not here to tell you whether it's right or wrong or not. I'm here to give you my viewpoint on what is being placed on my heart. But once we have accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior, God actually picks us from that field of pumpkins, as it were, and he brings us in, and we are translated into the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of maybe it's a little bit Satan, and it's a little bit God, and it's a little bit um, movies with cussing and all this stuff, and it's a little bit God, and you know, we can't get the complete total victory in our lives if we're kind of riding the fence and not actually drawing that line in the sand about who we are going to follow, being clear about who we are following. But once he brings us in, we have a helmet of salvation on our heads. If we really have accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior, we should start to feel a new way in our lives, just like when the fall comes. I like the way that I feel. It's like a freshness. It's like almost like it's a, wow, this feels good. The scorching hot heat of summer is over. And we had record temps in the earth this year. It's the hottest summer recorded on earth. So that should clue us into their, their changes that are going on, you know, ecologically in this earth that God certainly is allowing. But 
things start to become cool. You know, you know, you've got Thanksgiving coming, Christmas is coming, celebrating the birth of Christ, thanking God for what he's done for us. But right smack in the middle of that is Satan's biggest holiday. And of course, he's always wanted to be God. His big thing was he was a worshiping angel in heaven. And because of his pride, it was pride only that cast him down from heaven, thrusting from God's presence. And he was so cunning that he was able to convince a third of God's angels to go with him. So what was it he was enticing them with to get them to go with him? I've often wondered that. But once God brings us in, he gives us new eyes to see things in a new way. And you can tell really if you really have been born again into the kingdom of God because there's a darkness that lifts from you. But you're at a really critical point because once that darkness is lifted and you're like, wow, something has changed in my heart. That's where Satan kind of is hovering around you to just like, yeah, but let me just see if I can get him to go back over here a little bit. Or let me just see if I can get him to worship me over here a little bit. He's very cunning and deceptive in what he tries to do to get God's children to fall from grace. But once we are translated into the kingdom, um, God's, the Holy Spirit's work begins of sanctification. And he actually goes inside of us. It's like cutting the top off of a pumpkin, you know, when you carve one um, around fall festivals and you cut the top of the pumpkin off and you go inside and scoop all that gunk out of there I mean it's goopy gunky junk and what he does is the Holy Spirit goes in there and he gets all that stuff out of us to clean us up so that we truly can have a new life in Christ and if you haven't experienced that kind of feeling that newness of life or that freshness of life then for me, I can tell you, as of walking with Christ all these years, I'd go back to the Lord and say, you know what? I really don't feel all those things that Molly talks about, that newness of life, that freshness, that, wow, my eyes have been opened into this new world, and wow, I can really see that I was in the darkness. But this light of the Lord really is placed within our hearts with joy, and you actually become more focused on Jesus, where you put Jesus first, and you want others to come second, and then you put yourself last, and there is a marked difference in the way that you are, the way that you feel, the way that you behave. So the choice is laid before your feet today. You know, God promises us a life that is full of his love, that is full of his joy, that is Um, He says in John, he says, one John, he says, you know, I wish above all things that you will prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers, in order to really fully walk in the fullness that he has for you in the destiny and the plan that he has for your life. You have to really draw that line in the sand and make a choice not to kind of delve back into the darkness when you want to. And Molly, it's only a holiday. It's only whatever. And I'm like, understand that but satan can use that to get you tripped up and to get you off the things of the lord so it takes um satan stands at the ready i want you to know that john 10 10 tells us that he is here to kill 
steal, and destroy. And he is at the ready to take you back into his kingdom. But I have noticed and I've seen and I've witnessed that if you're once truly saved, if you truly are saved, you're going to want to live for Christ and you're not going to want to delve back into those other things. And you're saying, so what you're saying, Molly, is I can't have it like both ways. Well, for me, it's taken a lot of years and I'm all for, like I said, I'm all for celebrations. I'm all for fall festivals. I'm all for, you know, people getting together in churches, but we cross a line when we go when we start delving into to the other things that really are from the dark side, and Satan uses that as an open door to say, you know what, you've opened the door and you are inviting me in to your church. You don't think you are, but you are. So I am coming in, and God wants us to have complete and total one hundred percent victory. Finally, I want to close with a scripture from Ephesians six, ten through eighteen. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. It is time now that God pluck you from the field of pumpkins. The harvest is ripe. Draw a line in the sand and make a choice. And I want to close with, with this poem that he gave me a really long time ago to give you an idea of how much he does love you. How great is your love for me? Can you imagine all the seas, all the oceans deep and wide, all the mountains that reach to the sky, the valleys that are carved along the land? Can you believe that these were all formed by the wave of one hand. The grass covers the earth like a blanket to keep it warm. The moon, sun, and stars give us light from dusk till dawn. The majesty of it all is so awesome, it's hard to believe. But I know in my heart that is how much you love me. God loves you, and he wants the best for you. Make the choices to follow Christ in the earth. God bless you, and I'll talk to you next time. This is Jesus without the junk. Little one, be strong in the power of the Lord. And let the keeper of the stars keep your heart forevermore. Even though you might be small. 
It is in you his kingdom reigns. And from your mouth the Lord has made a fountain for his praise. And with his righteousness across your chest, salvation for your head. The belt of truth around you now, with the shield of faith in hand. And with his peace upon your feet, everywhere you go, his word will be the sword you keep, your covered head to toe.